So, uh, welcome back to R&R. We are on episode two, really quick before we start. The players are already well aware, but uh, the PK Speed will no longer be joining us. There was a lot of technical issues in episode one that affected both recording the show and doing the show. Um, and we tried to get them fixed. Unfortunately, they could not be fixed, at least not fully. So he has stepped down, which is a shame, but it's fine. Uh, we've played D&D, just the four of us, on more than enough occasions to keep rolling with it for now. Um, <clears throat> so where you guys left off, Madeir is obviously still with you, even though, you know, DK's gone. Um, you guys were just leaving Bambro, um, and you had a little bit of a quest from Augustus. You are on your way to Scorn Keep. It's roughly a two days walk. Um, and he just wants you to go in there and try to find, like, a library with history books, because his hypothesis is that if the Scorn King was keeping history for himself, that doesn't mean he was erasing it, he was just stashing it somewhere, so to speak. Um, you all did a little bit of shopping <coughs> in Bamboro, and the four of you are now just kind of on the road. Um, it's pretty empty in this area right now, it's... Let's say, like, 10 a.m. Um, there's not too terribly many people on the road, because a lot of people are early to rise, early to grind, early to get that bread, so they've already been... Their wagons pulled out of Bambro hours ago. You know what I mean? Um, but, you all did just meet, so if you had any questions for each other, you are free to... I know we kind of glossed over actually introducing yourselves to each other last time, properly as a group. Any of you are interested in being social, feel free. Um, I guess since I have to... Otherwise, Madir has things that I guess he would like to talk about. Uh, Nick. Nick. I'm sorry, I'm reading. Uh... Why don't you wear a shirt? Yes, tiny child. Oh, why would I wear a shirt? It to, to prohibits my movement and my strength. Get a loose shirt. No. Then I don't look nice. I don't need a shirt. Shirts are not you for You don't Nick. have to wear a shirt if you don't want to. Exactly. I was just asking why. Well, I told you why. Why are you okay. so small? I was born oh. this way. <laughs> well, what Madeira are you going to do about kinda, it? Madeira kind of pipes up to the back a little bit and it's just like, you don't just ask people why they're small. Well, why is he asking me why I don't wear a shirt? It's like the same offense. It, it's No, it ain't. <laughs> like, I'm actually it's, cackling at this. It's not It's not an offensive thing to ask. Well, it is, uh, it's offensive to us, Nicholas. So. You over here laughing. Why do you have tits? You're a snake. Late lizard thing. That's what? pretty normal, Col J Jack. Kobolds don't have them? No. Most reptiles don't. We're not mammals. Uh, I, think, I think you're being a bit judgy there. Since when? <laughs> um, Jack, roll a history check. Not 20. It suddenly dawns on you that kobolds, you know, being small and scrawny, don't, but like lizard folk and dragonborn, for the sake of 
differentiating between men and female a little bit easier in a world building setting and definitely not any other reason uh do sometimes have breasts okay fair enough but kobolds are small and scrawny so they don't i was like trying to roll with it as best i could um sorry to waste your nat 20 like that damn <laughs> um ask stupid questions you also I, no, 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 I'll, I'll i'll throw you a bone i'll throw All you right. a bone uh, since you get a nat 20 you also happen to remember um not i don't think he ever actually said this but fuck it uh madir at one hand offhand mentioned that much how you are super into haggit uh and inspired by haggit madir is super into and inspired by garwick okay uh so is that Jack would probably go to Madeir, and, um, I, I know this is probably a little awkward, but, uh, he'd be like, so, uh, I, I remember you saying something about being really into the heroes, like Gerwick. Oh, uh, yeah, Gerwick is definitely what's inspired me to, like, be a hero. Yeah, Haggard inspired me. That's why I'm a rogue. Ah, I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not a fighter like Gerwick was, but, you know, I still want to be like her if I can. Yeah. That's pretty we cool. Can be heroes. Maybe if we're lucky, yeah, maybe if we're lucky, we'll both be heroes. Yeah. Um, and Madir leans in a little bit and goes like, and between you and I, I mean, our, you know, it might have to be us, because that guy's shirtless, and I know for a fact she's a criminal, so... Yeah. Well, Nick seems cool. He just doesn't wear a shirt. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. And so, as you guys just kind of continue to talk amongst yourselves and get a little familiar with each other, um, you see, like, a five-foot-five-ish person, um, walking towards you on the path. Um, you haven't quite passed each other yet, but they're on their way to you. They're heading towards Bamborough. What do they look like? I'll probably, like, do a little casual wave at them. Um, as they get a little closer, um, <coughs> you can... They're mostly covered in clothing, um, but you can tell by what you can see of the face that it is a woman. Um... She has... Uh, we'll go from bottom to top here. She's barefoot. Um, she has kind of like... You know like the really weird, almost nut sh nutsack-shaped pants Aladdin has? Yes. Uh, <laughs> just stopped playing. Because I don't know what... I don't know what else to call those. Um, but she has that with like patches on the knees. Um, she has... Uh, it's like a dark brown. She has a khaki-colored vest with no undershirt. But you can't really see much of her arms or chest anyway because she has like this big brown cloak that kind of just looks like a bunch of different blankets put together and like flowing over each other. And then you can see the lower half of her face. She just have like very pale skin, almost blue or purple lips. Um, and a hood that like it has two big lenses over the eyes and like ha imagine a plague doctor mask if it's stopped halfway down the beak. You know what I mean? Okay. So the lower face is still exposed. Okay. Um, 
But as Gilthus, as you give her a bit of a wave, she gives you kind of like, not an excited wave back, but like a welcoming, like, hi there, like that kind of thing. Just gonna glance at the others. Do you do you know her? I do not know no. her. Hello. Um. Hi. And so, you guys meet, um, and I'll kind of stop to talk to each other. Um. And she. There we go. Um. Wait. That's not what I wanted. There we go. Okay. She just kind of like. Oh, like. Where are the where are the three of I'm sorry, she like looks at Badir, because I'm already a bad DM. Where are the four of you going? Uh on a mission. That's nice. Out west. She like We're we're headed uh on a on a a quest kind of, you could say. Oh. Yeah. Well We're all very excited about it. What what are you what are you like doing on it? Oh, we're uh, actually headed to Scorn Keep. Oh. Well, don't say it like that. Well, it's a, Scorn Keep's a scary place. Well, yes, but the idea is to just not let it scare you. Mm. Yeah, I mean... It if, works for me! If we're scarier than Scorn Keep, then Scorn Keep's not scary. That is quite a way to look <laughs> at it. Uh, you know what? I suppose that's a great way to look at it. Um, and she, she scratches at her chin a little bit, and she goes, well, I, I can't say I'm doing anything nearly as exciting, uh, I, I'm just going to Bamboro, I had, I had a friend call for me, or, I mean, I, I guess I hope they're a friend, they did call for me, though, so. Well, shouldn't you know if they're a friend before you go there? What do you mean you don't know if they're a friend? Well, I don't really I've know never if met a friend, so. That's a fair point. That is a very fair point. a fair point. I hope you have a good journey meeting your friend <laughs> thank you um I'm, I'm always up for making more friends um what's your name and she uh she before you say that she looks to nick and she goes um uh nick why don't why don't you introduce everyone Uh, well, I, I am Nicholas, this is the tiny lizard child's, uh, Jack, and this is Gilthus, and this is Medir. Oh. I thought you said... Medir kind of just silently, like... <laughs> and this is, this is my lizard gang. My lizard yeah. crew. Oh. I don't adopt... Nick and the lizard uh, I I'm not, like, responsible for them, but I also kind of feel like I am. I feel like a brother, you know what I mean? We're all responsible. No, for I don't. Children. I've never had a sibling. Oh, well, you sh a matey. I, I think, I think, I think Jack put it best. I think all of you being responsible for each other is a good yeah. way to go about your daily lives. Oh, I look at them like they're siblings. Not a bad idea, I suppose. Well, um, I kind of look at Nick. Nicholas funny after that comment, like. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, to be fair, we <laughs> still don't even know if you're a friend, so... Um, well, she kind of, like... She has a weird habit of slightly pivoting when she speaks. Like, she doesn't just turn her head. She's, like, turning her whole body to look at all of you. 
Um, like, just kind of twisting on the bottoms of her feet, you know what I mean? Um, and she has, like, a crooked smile the whole time. She seems like a bit of a wackier person. Um, and she just, like, okay, well, um, we can consider the five of us friends going forward. Okay. I would l love that a lot, actually. Always nice to have new okay. friends. Um, hopefully I will see you around then. Well, and she continues on her walk. Have a safe journey. Um, and she gives you, like, a wave over her shoulder and just walks off towards Bamboo. Uh, um, and as you guys continue to walk down... Or, sorry, what were you going to say, Jack? Nick, did, did you know her? I did not. How did she know your name? I I was thrown off by it, honestly. I didn't couldn't remember if I even mentioned my name. But I accepted it. Clearly she knows something. We never know uh, her name. Nick, roll... Or, yeah, never mind, you don't have to roll history. I was going to see if anybody even noticed you never got her name. Yeah. Um... Oh, nice. I wish it had not 20 for that. That was a little weird. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> but she seemed nice. No, she seemed very pleasant. I hope that's a trend as we go forward. Uh, Medir is also kind of like, yeah, same. I, you know, I've met four people that I've traveled with in the past week. Uh, two of them were literal criminals. <laughs> and then the other two are you guys. Like, and he gestures to everyone but Gilthus. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Gilthus, who I know for a fact has wanted to rob my father and family business. So, you know. Ah, uh, wait. Yeah. But, hey, maybe, maybe we're past that. <laughs> like, as he goes to be like, but maybe we're past that, Gilthus. That's when you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't even care that he's, like, uncomfortable about it. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I I was never that invested in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you guys continue to walk for the day. Um, since you decided not to go through Millstone, this way is faster, but there isn't much, like... There isn't much there, right. you know what I mean? Um, it's just traveling. And so you do get to just a kind of, not forest, but, like, Somewhat, there's a good amount of trees area. Um, and Madeir gives you like a maybe this will be like a good spot to camp out for the night. That's a great idea. Everybody have like a tent or a sleeping bag, uh, or a ground if that's how you sleep. That's what I'm used to. Alrighty, you pick a spot and you get comfortable. Okay. Jack will kind of. And if everybody. Oh. If everybody wants to, as you guys talk, just uh, be sure to meet me and tell us better. Oh boy. Uh, Jack will just kind of like dig a little like small pit and lay in it. Uh, Nickel turns. If I remember right, I have all my shit, so I have like a bedroll. And I was about to say because Nickel yeah. turned to Guiltus and be like, "You have something, right?" Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure you're comfortable. I do have a blanket. Oh, I won't be it. comfortable anyway. Oh, why not? We're not on the water. Are you used to sleeping on the water? Aye. 
Wait, but people don't really go on the water anymore. I sleep there. It must like, be nice with the like, rocking and everything. It is. Oh, Wait, hang on. Like, do I have you to sleep on like a sometime. boat, or do you just sleep in the water? Wait, no, that is a very ship. good distinction. In the ship. In the ship. Oh, wait, in the ship. ship. In the ship. I. I. <laughs> That's the only one left, and we have it. Oh. Huh. We can't use it for much, though, so I mostly just sleep in it. Huh. Okay. Be nice if we could go somewhere on it. Should be good. Okay. So anyway. <clears throat> um you all just kind of make this camp off the beaten path. Um Madeir goes straight to sleep. And you guys are left to your own devices. Um whether or not you want to go to sleep straight away or not is what I'm trying to say. Right. Uh well, Nick's probably just going to go straight to sleep. Yeah, okay. got to get a good night's rest. I'm going to try my darndest to go to sleep, but I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> and Jack, are you doing the same? Yeah, like I said, Jack goes straight to sleep. Okay, then, in that case, uh, since nobody decided to take any kind of watch, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all of you roll me a perception check with disadvantage. Very cool. <laughs> Look, we forgot how to play. <laughs> Uh, an 11. <laughs> 14. I got an 8. Okay. Um, so, Gilthus, you are just barely, um, woken up, um, because you hear somebody, like, going through your stuff. I'm gonna... And as you... As you groggily, like, wake up a little bit, um, you see a bullywug kind of digging through your bag. You fucking greasy cunt! I'm, like, I'm standing up and I'm about to throw goddamn hands. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go ahead and say that because you yelled, you all wake up. Very nice. Uh -huh. What? What? Ah, danger! <laughs> what did you say? Danger. Oh. Um, <laughs> and there is currently a bullywug at each of your bags. Very cool. Very cool. Hey! Hey! I don't have much! And, don't take it from me! Um, and everybody roll initiative. Oh, very nice. <gasps> Excuse me. And I have to roll initiative for Madeir, technically. Um, I'm gonna spawn in a random mini to be Madeir in the initiative tracker, but like he's actually no, fuck that. I don't have a. It's fine. These dice are kind of hard to read sometimes. He immediately murders his bullywug and watches us struggle. Oh yeah, he just uh, he pulls like. Groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons, where he rips his clothes off and he's like three <laughs> times the size he was before. Um. Okay, so what did you guys get for initiative? I got 21. 10. Danielle, or, okay. Holly got 21. Danielle, you got 10. Zach, what did you get? 
22. Okay, so... Um... We're gonna do... I have to remember how to do this. One. Two. Bullywug. <laughs> Bullywug labeled three. Um, and then Gilthus. And that Bullywug will just apply for all of them. It'll apply for Medea, because why not? Okay. So, uh... Jack, you immediately kind of like hop out of your little dirt pit. Um, there's a Bullywug going through your bag. What do you do? Uh, I stab him twice. No, okay. stab uh, yeah, twice, because I am dual-wielding. That is a 24 to hit on the first one, and an 8 to hit on the second Um, did you say an 8 or an 18? 8, uh, in the first 8 one. does not, the, the first oh. one hits, the second one does not hit. Okay. Uh-huh, Ooh, max. Uh, I rolled 12 damage for the first hit. Uh, I assume I don't get my sneak attack, because obviously there's no advantage here, so... Um, I'm sorry, you rolled what? Uh, 12 damage. Okay. I rolled max. Cool. And that, unless there's anything else you want to do, that is your turn. That's it. Alright, um, Nick, it is your turn. Alrighty. Remind me how to move, it's the arrow keys. Uh, you click your mini, and then yes, the arrow keys. Very cool, very cool. Uh... My mini is not under my control. Let's um. see. Hold on. Yeah. There you go. Moving closer to the bully. I'll right, run up to him and hit him with my uh, sword, pretty please. I rolled a 16 to hit. Okay. And it is a total of, I can do math, uh, 11 damage. Okay. And then that is my turn. Cool. Eh. Let me mark that down for his health. Um, so with that, it is the Bullywug's turn. Uh, the very first thing that happens is that there's one at uh, Medir's bag. He finds something he seems to like and he runs off. And Medir's kind of like, hey, what the fuck? And runs off and chases him. So they are no longer M in combat. Medir, where are you going? Um... I'm not going to take any Bullywugs off the board, because I'm not going to spawn one in just to make it run away, but it was there the whole time. Right. However, um, now that, like, Bullywugs are fighting, um, other Bullywugs show up for going through Nick's bag no. um, and Jack's bag while you guys are busy fighting one. No. It's kind of clear that they have a system going between the group of them. This is bullshit. Um, the one boasted up to Nicholas will take his two swings. I lost a die. There we go. Um, one hits for... Three. Okay. iPad, I really need you to stop. Thank you. Um, then the one posted up to Nick. He will go in for his first attack. I'm not sorry, Nick. Jack. We already did Nick. Uh, misses his first attack. And misses his second attack. And uh, then finally, um, this one 
uh, buy Gilthus' stuff starts going through Gilthus' bag. Um, and they... have yet to find anything of interest for them. And with that, uh, Gilthus, it is your turn. Sick, okay. I rolled um, a 24 to hit on the first attack. Okay. I'm assuming that hits, yeah. Um, yep. I'm going to give you all my damage together because I'm also dual wielding. Okay. The other hit was a uh, 17. Um, both hit. Uh, okay, then the total damage is 17. Okay. Um, so you hit him pretty fucking good. He does not look well. I can sneak um, attack. <laughs> and as he's kind of like recoiling from this big gash across his chest, he kind of like like waves one in over his shoulder because he acknowledges that he's going to be busy with you. Um, and so another one jumps out to start digging through your bag while he's busy with you. Um, and that is back to Jack. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a 16 to hit, first off, because I realized uh, if I remain motionless, I get advantage on my attack. Uh, but it costs okay. me my bonus action, so I can't attack twice. Um, okay. Uh, does a 16 hit? Uh, a 16 does hit. Okay. Uh, in that case, I did uh, 18 damage in total with my sneak attack. Okay, so you uh, managed to kill the Bullywug that you were fighting. Um, however, there is still one going through your stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, and that is next turn. Alrighty. I am swinging with my sword. It is another 16 to hit uh, with a total okay, of 12 damage. Um, you swing with your sword. Um... And you kind of both go to swing at the same time, but you get to him just a little bit faster. Um, and you beautifully, masterfully, with the precision that your father taught, you kill him. Very nice. Because you got him, you got him like right on the amount of HP he had left. Very cool. And then I'd like to move up to okay. that one and prevent, stop him on my next turn from going through my shit. Okay. Um, so it is now their turn. Um, the one that Gilthus that you hit really hard um, bases up to you um, it is going to go for its first attack um, it hits that is this for 5 damage and then for its second attack It does not hit. Um, and then the one currently going through your bag still does not find anything he wants. Uh, and they're kind of sitting there and they're like, oh god, this bitch is poor! Like, like <laughs> you have nothing that they're after. Yeah, like, probably the most valuable thing I have is the shark <sighs> necklace on my neck. She, she's poor and homeless! That's, that's the only explanation, I swear! Like, as to why he hasn't run off with your stuff yet. Um, the one that's trying to go through uh, Nick's stuff is going to stop and turn Good. to Nick. Because, like, oh, Fuck. I could explain. Um, Get your hand out of my things. In. 
He goes for his first attack, misses, nice. goes for his second attack. Don't do this. Um, does land his second attack. Don't be like this. And that is gonna be seven damage to Nick. Why are you like this? Um, and then the one on Jack, uh, he just watched you kill his friend, but you're not based up to him, so he's feeling a little ballsy, and he's like, I'm gonna go for it! And he, uh, <laughs> dives for your bag and, like, wraps his arms around it, but that's all he's gonna be able to do on his turn. Okay. Um, Gilthus, it is your turn. Uh, I'm hitting again, but only once this time, because uh, one of those was a nat one. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah. So that damage is... 4, 6, 6, plus... 13. Um, you kill him. How do you, how do you want to kill him? <laughs> Slash him across his fat throat. Uh, he kind of is like... Oh! Like, he's got very wet-sounding vocals because he's a frog. And uh, um, I'm not done yet, either. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, and he dies. Do I not have control of... Uh... uh click the, you, click the can... mini first. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm basing up. <laughs> I can't attack okay. again, but... Um, okay. You slash the throat of his friend and then move towards your bag, and this guy is like, Oh, fuck! Like, how am I going to do that? <laughs> um, Jack, it is your turn. Uh, so you said this guy is not based up, but he's just dove onto the ground for my bag, correct? He, he, I would say he would have probably based up in, like, the diving to grab, you know what I mean? Okay. That probably put him based up with you, but he's like, hunched over a little bit with your bag held to his chest. Okay, so he is based up, which means I'm going to do my thing of uh, uh, getting advantage on the attack for not moving. I assume a 23 hits. Yes. So, let's see. Wow. 23 damage because I almost maxed my dice. Um, how do you kill him? Uh, basically, he's just gonna, like... Because he was looking fine, and you did one point over his max HP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's basically just gonna, like, as he's, like, clutching onto his bag, he's just gonna, like, stab him in the shoulders to, like, make his grip loosen, and then just kind of push him off and let him bleed out. Um, so he kind of, like... <laughs> like, very clearly doesn't like what happened. He fumbles backwards, and he's got two big gaping wounds in his shoulders. Um, and then you push him away from you, and he just kind of like, Fuck you, man! You know, like... <laughs> and, uh, he actually... Since you're letting him live, he just kind of runs away. Um... Don't touch my stuff! It is Nick's turn. Oh, wow. So, I'm going in for another hit. Uh, does a 14 okay. hit? Uh, 14 does not hit. Oh, never mind. I'm not hitting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it is their turn. Um, this one bases up to you. Nice, nice. Um, he goes for his first attack. 
Bring it on. Uh, misses. Goes for a second attack. Bring it on. Misses. Bring it on! And he's just kind of making like... You know what I mean? Um, he's trying to intimidate you. The one in front of Gilthus, um, is just kind of like, Why are you fighting me so intensely? You don't even have any stuff! I can take yours! Um, and then I'm, I'm like, I'm still going. I'm still, go I'm still um, going. And as you, as you say that, he gets a little scared and goes to, like, defend himself. Uh, first attack misses. Second attack hits. And that is going to be uh, nine more damage for you, Gilthus. Um, and then it is your turn to retaliate. Cool. Uh, I hit one of my attacks. The damage is 18. Okay. I'm kind of doing like a, yeah, like a scream while I'm doing it. Right. Um, anything else? No, I missed the other attack, so there's not much else I can do. Okay. Uh, Jack, you are... One guy's dead at your feet, the other guy just ran away as you punctured his shoulders. You do have your stuff, both of your friends are still being robbed. Uh, um, and the deer is nowhere to be seen. Friends. I am going to throw one of my throwing knives at the one that's next to Nick. Uh, I rolled an 18 to hit and did okay. 15 damage. Okay. Uh, and then which way did Madir go? The way that he'll come back as soon as combat is over. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I'm just going to kind of wait here and see what needs to be done after this turn. Okay. If you if you want to roleplay something, he went uh, where you're looking right now, like your mini. He went straight. He went past Nick and the guy he's fighting. Okay. So uh, you, you won't be any to help him combat wise, but if you're looking to like roleplay something, you can go after. Yeah, him. no, he was just gonna like go after him and like be like, "Hey, come back!" Like, right. Uh, um, so five. Diagonals. That it won't let me do. Turn diagonals. your camera. Oh. No, that that won't that won't matter. Just okay. un, if you do a diagonal, we'll understand. Okay. 10, 15, 20, 20. Whoa. Oh, I'm in the trees now. I'm. I'm Just there. Keep going. The Just tree. keep. Okay. Or, well, um, oh yeah, I can cunning action dash. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30. <laughs> You're also always welcome to press um, M, and you can use, like, a ruler. Right, right, okay. That's kind um, of The only problem is that one thing on the grid counts as one foot, so you'll have to do that kind of math in your head. Right. But, um, okay. Nick, it's your turn. Okay. So, uh, I rolled a nat one, so I, uh go to swing at this man and it dawns on me how disgusting he is and I hesitate okay <laughs> gross um I'm like so that's your turn that's, yeah, it? that's all I can do I rolled right. on that one 
he sees that, and he's like, Fuck you, man! <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're just so vulgar! He rolls for his, his first attack and misses. <laughs> um, and he's like, he's a little hurt because he puts effort into his appearance, but he's a bullywug, so it's still kind of tough. Um, which is why he uh, then misses the second attack. And he's like, Yo, they, come on, I'm robbing you! That should not have how I look! Um, Gilthus. You're all a bunch of fucking ugly bastards, and I'm still stabbing. Uh, one of those attacks is a 14 to hit, and the other is a 15. The 15 hits. Okay, cool. Which gives away what their AC was. Well, fucking yikes, I almost maxed that out. That is... Uh, he's probably dead, Yeah. But... It's, it's like 20-something. He holds on by one. No, I'm kidding. He's dead. Um, how do you kill him? Just a, a big ol' like, straight stab in the fat gut. Um, he's kind of like, his already wet-sounding voice is also just kind of choking on blood at this point. So like, oh, oh, you're poor! And he dies. Um. So... Um, Jack, your turn is next, so are you just going to keep going for Medir? Yeah, he's just going to run out there and try to find Medir. Alright, in that case, uh, Nick, it's your turn. I, uh, come over my slight disgust of this creature in front of me, and I do hit with a 22, and it is 8 damage. Uh, that is exactly enough to put him down. How do you kill him? Uh, <laughs> I, I bring the sword down into his neck and just kind of pile drive him into the ground okay and so you kill him comment is over you guys win wow um, we did it everybody and that right about that time <clears throat> excuse me um jack you will run into madir just a little ways further into the trees and stuff okay and he's like in the middle of jogging back towards the camp did you get your thing back? Uh, uh, yeah! And he holds up uh, a little Poseidon-themed fishing lure. Yeah, I got this from my dad, so I, I really didn't want to lose it. Sorry to ditch you guys like that. Oh, no, it's okay. I just wanted to make sure you were alright. You, you ran off into the forest, so... Is everyone okay back at the camp? I assume so. They were kind of cleaning up as I was leaving. Oh, uh, okay. They, they'll probably be fine. Um, did you, like... I... I, I killed mine. Did you kill yours? Uh, I killed one. Oh, cool. Um, and as you guys are having that conversation, he, uh... Um... <laughs> you guys arrive back at the camp with each other. Okay. Medir, um, where did you go? I'm, I'm sorry, uh... And he holds up, um... A fishing lure again. It just has the little crest up aside and a little trident with like a wave coming off of it. You can visibly I, I got... see my pupils dilate when I see that. <laughs> I got this fishing lure from my dad before I left, so I, I really didn't want anyone to steal it. Right, I understand how that. Oh my goodness! And he like checks his pocket, makes sure the picture from Anne is there. Um. Don't tell me it was stolen. <laughs> the picture from Anne is still there. Yes. I'm gonna pat my neck. Oh, 
Um, take the picture everything out. is still there they they were unable to take anything take, okay. stop take the picture out mine. yeah you're fine. everyone's fine uh this is a picture from my sister i I've, has the same value that you have to your lore oh it's a good thing they didn't take that then although i don't know if they would have i you know you can't better safe than sorry they could have burned it i'm not sure yeah i mean you wouldn't want to start you know, this this heroic adventure by getting robbed, right? Well, it seems that's exactly how it's happening. <laughs> what do you mean? We, we kept all our stuff. Well, an attempt of robbery. That's what it was. Is that anything oh, less right. than the usual? Well, wait, Nick, didn't you already get robbed once? Oh. <laughs> I had put that away. Yes, tiny child, I did get robbed. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> But it's fine. We all come back from it. I'm doing. I am much better for it. I've learned. What have you learned? To not get robbed. Right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Good point. <laughs> am I not wrong? Well, no. Um... I'm just gonna start shuffling through anything that the bullywogs had on them. Okay. Um, yeah, same. In that case, roll me a d12. d12. Anyone who's looting the bullywugs. Eight. Twelve. Um, Madir is gonna kind of like crawl into his sack and just kind of like. Looting dead bodies doesn't seem very heroic. I might roll over and go back to sleep. Look, man, um, I gotta take what I can get. Uh, Nick, are you looking? I am actually not. Okay. Um, so we'll start with uh, Zach. You said you got eight. Yeah. Um, you find four uh of this kind of fish called a uh, bloated bluegill. It's just kind of this, like, slimy, smelly swamp fish. Um, they've got a bit of ooze on them, but you might be able to sell them for a to a butcher next chance you get. You don't really know for how much, but... I mean, they're, they gotta be worth something. You know what I mean? Are they uh, You wouldn't know. <laughs> Technically, anything's edible if you're brave enough. Give you That's one true. gold Everything's form. edible once. <laughs> Dare to eat Whereas, them. uh... Danielle, with a 12, um, you actually find it's kind of damaged, um, but you find some pretty okay-looking leather armor. That was just kind of like a little bit... It's It looks like it's better than the leather armor they were already wearing. But it's the size for, like, a human being, so they couldn't exactly wear it, so it was just kind of thrown into their bag. Um, there's a little bit of dried blood on it, so they pretty clearly stole it. I'll take it and put it with my stuff. Um. And as the both of you get your newfound treasures, uh, Madeir's already sound asleep. Um, Nick, are you doing anything? Um just kind of shoving the bodies away uh putting all my stuff back back in its bag if it was taken out and going to bed 
Uh, your stuff was scattered around on the ground a little bit, just like in their haste to try to find literally anything of value. Mm-hmm. Luckily for you, as your uh, friend Jack pointed out, you were already robbed. So you don't really have much of value for them to take. Mm-hmm. Um, except for a photo that was in your pocket, so they had no way of getting to it. I understand. Um, it kind of seems as though when Gilthus woke up and like found them taking shit... Um, she found them right as they were starting. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have much time to, like, you know, right. dig in too much. Um, all of you roll me a perception check. Twelve. Fifteen. Fourteen. Um... All of you have never really adventured before. The closest has been Jack, who kind of just wandered between two close towns. Um, now that you're on the road, you begin to realize, man, keeping watch at night would not be the worst idea I've ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had um, to act in character, because obviously Jack wouldn't be able to keep watch when he's the only one. Um... And Madir continues to snore as he gears up to be written off the plot. Or written out of the plot. Uh, I'm having dinner. I have, like, frog legs on a stick and I'm holding them over the fire. Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) It's fresh! Um, (laughs) Uh, Jack's gonna hold one of the the bluegills out at uh, uh, Gilthus and say... Hey, you live on the water. What is this thing? It's a fish, matey. No shit. Is it edible? Yeah. Guiltless roll. Okay. <laughs> like, like, it won't hurt me if I eat it? Oh, you. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm gonna go back to eating my frog leg. <laughs> is that even edible? Is that cannibalism? No. Do I look like... Matey, I do not look like a frog. No, that, I mean, they're sentient. It's weird. I don't think you know what cannibalism means. I mean, I'm gonna keep eating. I mean, how do you define cannibalism in this type of world where there's... It's the same species. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's the, that's the same species. definition as it has in the natural world. Yeah, but he has that point of, like... Yeah, like... There's definitely species in this world that aren't the same species, but, like... But, like, if an elf ate a dwarf, like... Okay, but this is literally part of how lizard folk behavior is, like, officially. No, I I know, I just, like, that still would it... We would probably still be considered cannibalism. (laughs) Um, as you guys debate the back and forths of are bloated bluegills edible and is this cannibalism are you just going to sleep Nick well he was going to try to and then they started arguing about bluegills and such (laughs) Uh, so he's going to sit up and um, I guess take it upon himself to just keep watch I don't know okay um, does anybody try to eat a bluegill? No, not yet. 
You don't want to test that waters? <laughs> no. Why not? I'm going to wait until Medir, the fisherman, wakes up. You... <laughs> <laughs> I think you should be taking risks. Alright, you want to eat one with me? No, I'm, I can't. I have to be, you know, awake. You know, it's going to be disgusting in the morning. If you want to ask him, you may as well ask him. Eh. He, like, walks over and he kind of, like, nudges Medir. Don't... Uh, what, don't yeah, wake what, him. What can I do for you, Jack? I'm sorry, Medir. Are these edible? Um, he kind of rubs his eyes and, like, uh, uh, <clears throat> Madir, roll the history check. Okay, DM. You can do it with advantage, because you're a fisherman. Okay, DM. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I tried to ask you this. Um, thank God I gave him advantage. Uh, Madir goes, um... They're edible if you, like, cook them right. You have to drain them of the weird, like, poisonous ooze they have inside them first. Oh. Don't let any of that get on you, as you have some of it, like, dribbling onto your hands a little bit. Uh. It, it just... It, it, your hands might itch a little bit in the morning, is all. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no. Thank you. Alright, good night, then. Good night. Good night, my dear. I keep thinking you're calling him my dear. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Dear. As if you love him Good so night, my, my dear. dear. Do not wake up, my dear. I apologize, <laughs> my dear. Like, oh my god, Nicholas. Ooh, Nicholas. You cheat on dear? No, never! <laughs> Gitch emerges from the fire. <laughs> Gitch, my long, 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 long dead love. cheat on Gitch. No, you bully. Never. Bully girl. No. Fat bully. Um. But yeah. So what you've learned tonight, uh, Gilthus, you are munching along on some bullywag legs. They don't taste particularly good. But you just got back to sleep. Nick, you're just kind of keeping watch. Um. And. Jack, you know not to eat your dinner. Uh, Jack will eat some of the rations that he got instead, and then he will tell Nick, um, hey, wake me up in a couple hours and I'll take watch. Alright, that sounds fair. Gilthus, do you want the next watch after that? Sure! Alrighty, that's, that's what we'll do then. Alright. Medir's already asleep, so... I'm sleeping. <laughs> Jack dies. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, we don't super need Tailspire, but you can leave it open if you want, because we're probably going to need it again. Up to you guys. Um, okay. So you wake up the next morning. There's still just uh, four bullywug corpses. Or I'm sorry, five, five bullywug corpses just kind of around your beds. Um, but you'll wake up bright and early. More like four and a half, because freaking Giltus ate one of them, ate part of them. That's a good point, yeah. You wake, you wake up to find uh, four and a half Bullywug corpses are still just kind of, I didn't you know, eat half the Bullywug, I only ate his legs. That's yeah, like that's half of a Bullywug! The Bullywug that got eaten is just sitting there, uh... Head, torso, arms, and a flaccid penis. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> just kind of hanging out. 
Because, you know, Giltus had to pants them in order to get to the legs. God. Um, I'm just not decent enough to care about these things. Yeah. You're weird. You're fucking disgusting degenerate. Um, <laughs> and Madir... Madir wakes up and sees that, and, uh... It's just kind of like, I was... I, what I told Jack was, was right. Definitely not gonna be a hero. <laughs> Gilthus, I mean. As if he's, like, talking to someone. <laughs> um... Gilthus, you are also awake because you took last watch, so... Okay. Um, you guys, you guys could have asked me to, like, take a watch. I wouldn't have minded. You seemed tired. Once. We were going to let you sleep. Otherwise, I appreciate that you didn't. <laughs> you seem tired. We're going to let you sleep. Thank you. Good morning, Nicholas. Good morning. I, I'm awake. Um, <laughs> what do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> do you, do you sing every morning, Gildas? Is this something we're going to have to get used to? It's a good way to start the day, isn't it? Eh. It's a great way to start the day. I thought it was. I support this decision. Listen, you, you, you have to make the mornings bearable somehow. I mean, they're already bearable, but it makes it fun. There you go. There you go. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the dude just kind of starts gathering his stuff. All right, so, are we all ready to head out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, better late than never. Um. So, you start heading out again. Let me pull this up. You start heading out again. Um, you're a little bit, a little ways into the day, because none of you are quite used to, like... Again, you're you're new to being adventurers. You aren't like get up at the crack of dawn and like you know what I mean, right? Um, yeah, Jack would probably be groggy for a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, Nick is definitely a morning person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not at my best Jack in the mornings, but I like <laughs> clearly am used at least to some level. <laughs> I'd love to think that he was awake before everybody. He's just, like, crocheting or something, like, just to keep him busy. Being a kobold and having sunlight sensitivity, Jack doesn't really like the daytime in general. <laughs> hmm. Um. You get on the path, or at least as so close a semblance to a path as we can get, you know, because you're kind of just walking through wilderness for a while. Um, but after a while, it's kind of like, Oh, you can see that people have walked here before, you know? It's just not quite, like, a nice, well-kept right. road between buildings, between towns. Um, the day continues to pass by. As you get closer and closer to, like, the outskirts of Millstone, there's still wildlife, but less and less of, like, evidence of, like, ah, there weren't really ever bears here. Like, there's less dangers as you're getting closer to this area of what used to be the old capital of Pagan. Um, however, you do later on find yourself coming across a small camp. It is comprised of somewhere between seven and eight tenths. Um, 
and it's not quite bustling, but it's definitely not dead. People are awake for the day. Some people are cooking. Some people are tending to wounded. Everyone's wearing um, leather armor. Gilthus, roll me a perception check. Um, Gilthus, you can tell that the leather armor you found that was kind of damaged and bloodstained is the same kind that this group of people seems to be wearing. Um, a few of them kind of like see that you're passing by and nod. I'll, um, I'll nod back. And, and Medea kind of slows down. And then, uh, Jack, he tugs on your shoulder. And he was like, Jack, I, I think that's, uh, um, I think that's the, 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 the Landfell Legion. I think that's some of them. Oh. Oh. Uh, do, we should go say hi. Uh, I mean, we... I don't know where, I don't know where he, like, backs up a little bit. I don't know where you fall, like... You know, and where you think Pagrin should be heading politically, but I, you know, really look up to Gerwick. I, I think these people really, really have a good head on their shoulders. Uh, I, I don't really know. I, I kind of just get treated like crap either way. Oh, well, you'd like, you'd like them. You'd like them. Uh, They're all about everyone being equal and stuff. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, we should, we should see what they're doing. Um, and without really waiting for the rest of you, Madeir starts walking into their camp. Uh, Medi- oh, oh, alrighty. Uh, hang on, we're, we're just gonna go say hi. Alrighty, I'm Will. Gonna, like, jog after him. Don't take too long! Um... Can you believe these two? <laughs> so... Jack and Medeer go into camp. Um... Everyone seems to treat you really, really nicely. Um... And as you walk in, there seems to be a man with dirty blonde hair and a bit of a buzz cut, um, wearing leather armor. Uh, he's about five foot eight. Um, he's got a sh- sword strapped to his hip. He is a satyr, um, and he looks at the two of you and just kind of like, "Oh, it, it's not too often that we meet a uh, dragonborn and lizard foe, kobold. What are you?" I'm a kobold. Okay, I couldn't tell if you were a big kobold or a small lizard folk. My apologies. It it's a pleasure. Uh, yeah. Um, and Madeira is kind of like. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he said that your group wants everyone to be equal. Yes, the Legion of Lanfell believes in freedom and equality for everyone. Well, as a kobold, I kind of like that a lot. Oh, great! Um, d- did you come to join us? And well, Medeer goes like, Oh my god, our- Jack, if they're offering, we should. Well, I mean, I... I still have stuff I gotta do, but... Uh... I support you guys. Oh, well, that's... Better than nothing, I suppose. Um... I was about to say, oh shit, a battle? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were that rude in rejecting the offer. <laughs> <laughs> they just start pulling swords. Um, God. We're, uh, we're tiny one. Um, where are the two of you headed? Uh, 
Well, I'm traveling with them. We're gonna do a bunch of quests and stuff and try to be heroes. As you say them and, like, kind of indicate behind you, uh, the man kind of, like, looks past you at Nick and Gilthus. Oh, I just, I didn't realize you guys were together. Yeah. I see. Did they just not like you guys? Uh, no, they're just kind of impatient. Madeer goes like, I'm very confident at least one of them does not like us. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're kind of stuck the, with them right now, though. The the lizard folk, although I would not be opposed to you calling her a big kobold. I think that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> um, right. Um, listen, you guys haven't seemed to find any bullywugs around here, have you? Uh, we... They tried to rob us last night. Ah. But, so, hold on. Did they, like... Did they find you? Did you find a camp? I don't... They found us. Ah, damn. Um, and he sits down on just, like, a log or something. Um, do you, and invite... do you have someone who can track really well? Uh, unfortunately, we don't. And he invites the two of you to sit with him. Madeir almost instantly sits. He's enthralled by this group. Uh, okay, and he sits down... Because one of them got wounded and ran off if you're trying to find them. You might be able to uh, follow a blood trail or something. Uh, finding him definitely would be nice. Uh, they've been plaguing this area for a little while now. Some people from Millstone have complained. They've been robbing people as, uh, as they camp out. Um, we... <coughs> excuse me. We, we've encountered them a few times. Um... However, they have, you know, usually managed to defeat us. I don't know if you're aware, there are a lot of bullywugs that tend to live together at a time. Um, we haven't lost anybody, you know, thank the gods above, but it, it hasn't been without hardship. So, right. totally uh, fair well, to give your group the warning. I he, he once again kind of looks to two people and then looks back at you. I would hope that you'd pass that along, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, we did manage to kill at least a few of them. Oh, that's good. I mean, we've we've killed a few as well. You know, the the Legion of Landfell is definitely nothing if not uh, good with the blade. You know. Yeah. Um. I I apologize uh, for being a little. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He scratches at his chin. My uh, superior isn't here at the moment. Uh, she sent on us on ahead, so I'm not really used to this um but he offers you his hand uh the name's Bastion um in case we ever run into each other again I know you said that perhaps when you're done with whatever you're doing the two of you would like to join us uh, maybe yeah yeah so Bastion it's a pleasure and he'll shake his hand um and he'll shake hands with him dear um I don't know where the four of you are headed. I just wanted to, I suppose, give that warning of the bullywugs. I don't know where their camp is. Just, you know, beware you don't happen to wander into it on your way. Right. We'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, thanks. No, no problem. Um, I'd ask you to, you know, come back and let us know if you find it. But we are about to clear out. We have some wounded people that need to get back to Grey Ridge. Um, and the rest of us are headed to Bambaro for the festival later this week. So, if you right. wrap up what you're doing and want to 
join us, perhaps meet us there. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, if we find the camp, we'll we'll try to take care of it. Good luck with that. And yeah. I'm sure the people of Millstone would definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um. And he goes to bid you farewell. Madeir goes like, actually, um. Listen, Jack. Like, I'm gonna be honest. As much as I want to be a hero, Scorn Keep is pretty dangerous. And I mean, I've been looking up to these guys for a few years now. I might just go with them. Oh. Uh. Not the n nothing against you guys. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh. Hey. Oh wait. I'll I'll tell you what. He like notices that you're looking a little sad. How about whenever we run into each other again, be it if you're joining the Legion or not, we see which one of the two of us has gotten further along in being, like, a hero. Yeah! And that way, maybe if we, like, motivate each other from a distance, we'll both get really good. Yeah! We'll both try to be as good of a hero as we can. And then that way, it'll make us even better heroes. Yeah! It's perfect. Yeah! I'll go with, I'll go with the Legion, and you go with them. Okay. And I'll, I'll see you sometime, maybe. Alright, uh... Good luck, my dear. Good luck, Jack. And, uh, tell the others, both of them, I guess, that I say bye. Uh, okay. Alright. Um, and he turns to Bastion. If that offer to join was serious, I I'd love to. And Bastion goes like, oh, uh, great, okay. Um, well, I I'm assuming, you know, you know what the Legion stands for and, and, and what we do. Uh, and Medea's like, oh, yeah, uh, of course I do. Of course I do. Oh, well, great then. Okay. Um, tell you what, you can join the group of us that's heading back to Grey Ridge to tend to the wounded. So, as long as you're comfortable traveling that far, you're welcome. And Medea says, like, oh, I'm, I'm from Troutbeck originally, so I'm already kind of far from home now. That's actually a lot closer to home. And as they kind of just talk amongst themselves, uh, they don't forget you're there, Jack, but, like, you know, they're, they're done talking right. to you. Uh, Jack will run back to, to Nick and Gilthus and kind of wave at them goodbye. Uh, um, not, not Nick and Gilthus, wave at them. I was about to say, like, wait, whoa, you're leaving too? <laughs> no, no, he waves at, uh, Medir and, uh, Bastion. Right. Um... Yeah, and so, uh, Madeira and Bastion both give you one last, like, goodbye! And go back to planning stuff. Right. Uh, when Jack gets back to Nick and Gilthus, uh, he'll be like, uh, Madeira's gonna stay with him. Uh, oh! It's the Legion of Landfell, and uh, it's always been his dream to join them, so he's gonna go be a hero with them. Well, then he uh, should. Next time we meet... We're all gonna, you know, compare heroness. Oh, well, good for him, following his dream. Yeah. I hope nothing um, but the best for him. Yeah. Nick and Gilthus roll me uh, history checks. Fourteen. That's a six. <laughs> a six and a fourteen. Um... Nick, you can vaguely remember that, like, 
you can vaguely remember that your father doesn't like to talk politics because he just always hates the conversation. Regardless of if it's the Legion of Lanfell or the other thing you can't currently remember the name of. Um, Gilthus, you remember um, that Ursula doesn't super politically lean one way or the other, be it with the Legion or the Church. But she's always been on record like, well, if I had to pick, I'd pick the one that wants, you know, no government over the one that wants government. Yeah. I am a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, but that's about all you remember because she's never really commented on it more than that. Neither have I, but I've agreed, you know. Right. Um, but unless that vague memory for either of you makes you want to do anything else while you're here, you are allowed to just keep going. I mean, wave bye to the group whether or not they see me and keep going. Um, a few of them wave back at you. One of them under their breath is like, that guy's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> he's just kind of been awkwardly standing there for a few minutes now. Yeah, bye! Like, that kind of thing. Cool. Love it. Why isn't he wearing a shirt? <laughs> yeah, why isn't he wearing a shirt? Fucking degenerate. It's half a shirt. <laughs> That's the real reason Nick didn't go into camp. He was like, I can tell these are shirt likers. <laughs> They're gonna bully me. I don't. I don't fucking associate myself with shirt likers. The gonna... long lost cousin of butt liker, shirt liker. Yeah. Gitch could never um... bully me. And so, you all leave. Um, Nick and Gilthus missing out on potential character building, but that's fine. Um, you know, there definitely wasn't hints for things for both of you in there. I'm sorry. But as we move on... Um, sorry, I'm just <laughs> skipping over a chunk of notes. Um... Okay, so... The rest of the day just goes by, because originally you guys would have been there for a while, but no. Um, at about dusk, you make it to Scorn Keep. Okay. Um, it's this, you it's this big enough castle that you've been seeing it on the horizon for a while now. Um, it's very old and decrepit, and like nobody has touched a fucking brick. On this building in 101 years. Like, um, parts of it, you could, like, parts of the walls have fallen off. Parts of the roofing has holes in it. What was once a very wide moat is now kind of just empty. Um, and as you walk up, you can see the front door on the other side of the moat. But since it's empty, all you're able to look at is a wooden bridge down at the bottom. And on mm. both sides of the moat, there is a metal post. Um, and everybody roll me a perception check for more. Not 20. Um, I got a six. Giltus, six, and what was that, Giltus? 18. Okay. So, Nick, you're just kind of in awe of this really big castle. Um, yeah, Winter has some beautiful architecture um, because it's filled with some of the most brilliant minds in, in, in Pagrin, so obviously they know how to design good buildings. But 
even as this place is old and decrepit and you know it's possibly cursed and you know it was an evil king's, it's undeniably a beautifully built castle. Um, whereas the two of you who are focusing a little bit more on, like, how do we get in, though, um, you can see that this bridge at the bottom of the moat has, like, mechanisms to be raised. Um, almost as if, or not almost as if, just, you know, when there was water in the moat, it would be lifted and come above the water. Um, on the opposite side of the metal post, or on the opposite side where there is a metal post, um, much like the one on your side, that side has, like, a wooden, pretty much like the, the steering wheel of a pirate ship attached to it. Right. Um, whereas on your side, you see that there is not anything there besides maybe a small hole um how deep did you say the moat was uh i didn't but we're gonna say it's like a good 40 or 50 feet deep okay like if you go down there you're not really it's not something you can go in walk across and come back out the whole point of it was to keep people out uh, how do we get over there? Oh, oh, uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. And how, how far across, uh, from here to the, the castle? Uh, let's say, like, 30-ish feet. Okay. Um. King Scorn was not a fan of people showing up. Uninvited. I could tie a rope to an arrow and try to fire it across, but I don't know how hold, how good it would hold. One of us could lower someone with a rope. And then how would we get back up? Make it to me and I'll climb. I'll just say climb? Eh, I don't know. Those walls don't seem very sturdy. Hmm. Um... Would Gilthus roll me a... As you're talking about climbing on the other side, um, roll me a perception check. It's a 19. So you're gauging whether or not you'd be able to climb, and you walk a little bit closer to the edge to just try to get a closer look at the cliff side of it. Um, As you're investigating the other side, you do see that wooden wheel. Um, And now that you're a little bit closer to the metal post... Um, at your feet, you can see what looks to be footprints of webbed feet around the metal post on your side, and some fresh scratches around what looks to be, like, a hole for a peg to go into on your post. Which is where, on the opposite post, there is a wooden wheel. Right. In that case, I'm probably just gonna go ahead and, like... Okay, who, who wants to tie a rope around me? Uh, sure. I have the rope. I can tie the knot. Well, here we go. Just uh, tie that you bad boy around her. I'd be I... more than happy to. Uh, okay. And with Nicholas's help, I would like to be lowered down into the moat. Um. Kind of like get, you know. Okay, so. I'm gonna have Nicholas. You're gonna give me a strength check. Oh dear God! And okay. uh, Gilthus, you're gonna give me a dex check. 
Um, my strength check is a 22. Okay. My dex check is a 14. So, uh, Nick, you are able to steadily hold this rope. And, Gilthus, you... You aren't acrobatic about it. You aren't great looking at it, but you successfully do lower yourself. You do that kind of thing you see in, like, a lot of action movies where, like, you have the rope and you're, like, jumping to get down. Yeah, exactly. Repelling. You know what I mean? Yes, for your repelling. Um, and you make it to the bottom. Your feet touch this old wooden bridge. Right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go across to where I saw, like, the scratches. Mm-hmm. And like start seeing. No, the scratches were on the scratches were on your. Oh no, you're right. On you're your right. side. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna go to the opposite wall and like start trying to climb it. Okay. The scratches were on where a hypothetical wooden wheel would be on your metal post, and, surrounded by footprints. Right, and then wasn't the wooden wheel like at the top of the moat on the other side? There is a wheel over there. I think the point of it was there were supposed to be two wheels. I think if the three of you had all gone into camp and realized that they were bullywugs stealing things. But regardless, roll strength to start climbing the wall. Uh, Thirteen? Um, you... You make it about, let's say, 30 feet before you feel yourself starting to struggle a little bit. Roll again. Um, so, roll again. If it's below a 10, you're going to fall. Nat 20. You So you start to struggle a little bit. You realize that that annoying small lizard and the dumb human are watching you. And you get, like, a surge of, like, nah, not in front of them! And you climb perfectly up to the top. Yeah. I skitter up there like a gecko. Um, and so you are now standing right in front of Storm Keep. I'm gonna grab the wheel. Let's see if I Roll can take it off of there. Roll me a check to rip it off of a metal post. Yep. 25. You fucking rip this thing off of its post. Cool. I'm gonna, like, take it and try to kind of, like... Wait a minute. Why didn't you just turn it? I'm just letting this play out because, like, I don't know what your fucking plan is. I don't, Put it back in the peg! It's because I don't have a very clear visual of it in my head. <laughs> okay, I'll put it back in the thing and turn it. <laughs> you attempt to put it back in the thing. With a 25 strength check, you have ripped it out. The thing is broken. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, Jack is going to pull out, uh, the pieces of wood that he bought 
to like make like the the tanning rack, and he's gonna try to like jam them into the hole if he can. Uh huh. And then see if like if he can like jab a sword through it and have Nick help him turn it. Um. You can. You can try. Okay. Um. If you would like. What do I roll? Uh, just give me a d20 roll, I guess. <laughs> That's a 19. Alright! You guys are doing it, and you're, you're lucky enough that the bridge starts <laughs> to, like... And then it just kind of, like, stalls and falls back down to the bottom. Because you're just jamming wood into a hole. Uh... Gilthus, I don't think this is working. <laughs> I think you need to come back over there? here. I think we, uh... Bring the wheel! Bring it. That's what I thought I was supposed to do in the first place. I don't think we went into this with a clear idea. <laughs> okay. So... Um, I'm sorry, I'm just... Can we? Can you what? Nothing. What? Nothing. Okay. So, Gilles, how do you attempt to get the wheel back over? I'm gonna take the rope that was tied around me, untie it, tie it to the wheel, and be like, you can get it back over that way if you just pull it. You, I thought you untied the rope when you finished rappelling. No. It's only 60 feet of rope. I don't think it would have made it all the way across with you. No, it, w- uh, it would have. It's being held really taut, like, over the gap right. now. But if you untie it and tie it to the wheel, yes, the rest of you can drag the wheel back over. Okay. Let's well, do that, I guess. Never mind, I don't want to say another stupid idea. It couldn't hurt at this point. Well, what if it's already taut? Why not just post it at both ends and we'll crawl across? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could do that, I suppose. Maybe. Would you rather, A, safely bring the wheel <laughs> over to your side, or B, roll a bunch of athletics checks? <laughs> Bring, bring us the wheel. Bring Who's us the wheel. supposed to be holding the brain cell tonight? <laughs> Madeer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, you can pull the wheel back. Nice. Do I have to roll anything, DM? No. Nice. It's just a lightweight wooden wheel Very attached to nice. some rope. Um, You're just how, pushing it back in. How broken is it? The wheel itself looks relatively okay. Uh-huh. Some of the wood is, like, cracked a little bit. Okay. The main problem was ripping it out of the post. Right. So, what I'm hearing is that I couldn't uh, shove it into this post. You're welcome to try. I would uh, love to attempt. It works. <laughs> okay. Thank God. 
Can we turn it now? You turn the wheel, and uh, the br the bridge raises up. Okay. And the bridge to Scorn Keep is now okay. Very nice. <laughs> uh, let me go across it first. I'm lighter. It, just to test it. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty sturdy looking bridge. Okay. Get me across this fucking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we go across the bridge. Okay. I can see the disappointment in your eyes. Um, what do you guys do? We're at Scorn Keep. And... Well, we're already uh, on a trail of bad decisions. Let's just walk right in. No, it's no, nighttime. No, 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 It's no. dusk. It's not nighttime. Uh, I'm going to check around it's about to, to be see nighttime. what all entrances there might be here. Yeah, there's the main one. There's a big mahogany door right in front of you. Um, but as you even start to go around, you realize it is just a brick wall going all the way around. Okay. So there seems to be just the one entrance. Uh... Nick is headed toward it. Wait, Nick, Nick, wait! What? This is the door! Yeah, but we don't know what's in there. Nobody knows what's here! Yeah, exactly, so we should probably be careful. Unlike we just were. What bad could happen? Nothing has been here for years. That we know of. Well, Nobody's wouldn't you rather check. do it during the day, at least? It's going to be dark before we finish if we start now. Oh. I kind of prefer that, actually. I don't do well in the daylight. Well, would we not rather just go inside? You know, to, you know, stay, to sleep? I don't know we... if I like the idea. Well, okay, how about we'll rest out here? I would rather sleep outside. We'll sleep out here, yeah. and then first thing in the morning, we will go inside. Yeah. But let's actually, like, keep watch this time. I will take the first watch. Okay. okay. I'll take second watch. I can take the last again. I, uh, <coughs> I love how we're talking about watches when I just watched the DM to put all his dice away. You guys sequence skipped half a session. This is not at all how you were supposed to get over here. Very were we nice. to go to the Bullywug camp? You were supposed to realize by all going into the camp, oh, there are Bullywugs stealing things in the area who have stolen the wooden thing and we're going to go get it back to cross. But then one of you has a great climbing ability, so... <laughs> I'm not gonna not let you solve it the way you want to solve it. Nice. You know what the funny thing is? This is the end of our session. I, I don't have the next part done yet. Ah. I have a significantly better climbing ability and was specifically <laughs> avoiding using it because I could tell through context clues we weren't supposed to do that. Oh, man. The wheel's missing and there's scratches right where it was and there's webbed feet everywhere. Look! So my uh, thought like, was, look. oh, the Bullywugs must have gotten in there and doing the same thing that I said I was going to do, so it must work. And that's why I kept going. No, the, Danielle, all of the stuff was, I told you it was right in front of you, as in the post on your side. I even tried to help you out by being like, why don't we just climb it? Ah, no, those walls don't look very sturdy. Like, 
I'm not gonna not let you guys solve things the way you want to solve them. Look, but I put so much effort into that camp. I'm sorry. <laughs> why did you let us? Why did you let me put the okay, thing in? Okay. How about this? To be fair, we can still do the camp after this because no, Jack I, does no, still want to go do the camp. I I I already know how it's gonna happen. I already okay. know how it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't you have to just... let me do the thing with the wheel. You could have been like, it's okay, okay. but at that point, at that point, what's he gonna do? Like, like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like be an ass and be like, no, this thing just doesn't work for no right. reason other than I don't want it to, because that's not fun. I it's guess, fun yeah. that you guys managed to skip a huge chunk of the session. By being the only stupid. problem is by being fucking clowns. <laughs> look, look, me and Gilfish didn't go and talk to him, so we don't know. Okay, so I half lied because I don't remember how uh, the previous part of this recording ended. Um, but the episode's not over, <laughs> as much as the party would like it to be given by how much they skipped. Um, instead, I'm here with uh, Jeff, who will be joining the party in place of PK, and we're just going to do a really quick introduction of his character and how he will be meeting with the rest of the party. Um, so, a few days before where we just left off Mick and the Lizard League. Um, it is any other beautiful sunny day in Millstone. Um, like a lot of the season, because you know right now the campaign is in the middle of summer. It's super hot out, the sun is beating up in the sky. But Millstone well, used to be the pagan's capital. It has a lot of greenery, and the abundance of greenery in the area offers many spots of shade for anyone about town. Um, there's one particularly large tree that was planted at the founding of a local university, and a branch from that tree is currently providing really nice shade uh, into a professor's window. Jeff, you are free to describe yourself as you sit inside your study. Um, I am a very tall, lanky Goliath. I am wearing nice blue robes, a nice uh, set of small Harry Potter glasses. Who knows if I actually need them or not. Maybe you'll find out later. <laughs> um, I have, of course, my wizardly quarterstaff that I was given by the college. Just a normal quarterstaff, but it looks pretty. And I like it. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. Definitely a Goliath. And you have it in, you have it in real yeah. life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Goliath that's not all brawny, but instead, this is my big muscle. Yeah. Um, and so you're kind of sitting in your study. Uh, it had been maybe half an hour since you let your students out for the day. Um, when you hear a knock at your door. Curious. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm not gonna get up. I'm just gonna give them the okay to come in. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So uh, they open the door, um, and it is a half orc woman uh, who you know as Orca Risbeard. Um, she's a fellow professor at the university, um, and she's just like, "Oh, uh, afternoon, Chaka. How are you? How was your class? Ah, uh, good, bright, good, bright futures. All of them. I love them." Ugh. Fantastic, good. Um, and she shoots you a bit of a smirk, and she goes, It's a shame you guys have to 
spend so much time, you know, learning magic when you could just be born with it, like some of us, because uh, she is a sorcerer. Um, but you've known her for a while. Um, when you started working here, she's probably one of the first friends you made, so you know she's just like joking with you. She's right, not actually just being mean. Busting the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name again? Uh, Orca okay. Rizbeard. I want, I want, I want to take down names. Okay. I don't know if I spell it right, but uh, it is O R C A H for the first name, and then the last name is R I Z. The word beard. All right. I think that's right. If only, if only all of us were so lucky, my dear. <laughs> she uh, clears her throat at the my dear and holds up a little stack of papers and is like, I, I just thought you'd appreciate it if I uh, brought you your mail. Um, there was a couple things in here for you. And she places it down and kind of like there's one of the t things on the top was just a warning about the funding situation but she brushes it aside because she doesn't really want to worry about it um you know she she sets it aside she's like so i i heard that you had reached some sort of agreement with someone and chaka you know i'm always one to trust your judgment you're one of the smartest and wisest men I've ever met, but are you sure it's wise, considering we've never met the person? Well, like it or not, we are running out of time and out of options. Right, I just... You and I both know that neither one of us is here for the money, but... I, I, I do... How to put this gently? And she, um gestures towards a seat on the opposite side of your desk and is like do you mind if oh, I go ahead, go ahead. sit and uh, so she sits both of you are kind of on the larger side you being <laughs> Goliath you're being half orc so you know the, the chairs are uh, creaking a little bit but it's you know no big deal we, we know mending don't um, worry about it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 we know we can mend them if they break it's not a problem um Listen, Chaka, I know you give out lots of free lessons, and I, I personally see no problem with that. I, I'm as eager to share technology with anyone, you know, or technology, excuse me, technology and history and all the things we discover here. But I worry that perhaps if somebody with a little too much money and too much free time on their hands were to gain any kind of, you know, control over the school, it, it's... She falters a little bit. I don't want one rich man controlling the knowledge passed on to our youth, if that makes any sense. Oh my dear Walker, that makes perfect sense. I will give you my word that I will make sure this merchant knows it is just for the sake of knowledge. He has such a bright child. And to try and hold knowledge captive for some kind of monetary gain. I would never allow that to happen. I would do anything to make, to get any child to fall in love with knowledge the way we have. Right. 
I I know, Chaka. I know. It's just whew, it, it's it's it gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> but I I trust you will be responsible with whatever deal you continue to pursue. And she uh, places her hand on top of one of yours for a second and says, "Again, if you ever need any help figuring it out, I'm you know I'm always here." I'm going to put, while her hand's on top of mine, I'm going to put mine gingerly over hers, my other one, like an old man style, and lean forward and be like, Oh, dear, you spoiled me. Uh, she kind of like, uh, chuckles a little bit, <laughs> and rubs at her neck, and like, okay, well, um, oh, uh, before I forget, and she reaches into her pocket and takes out another envelope, and this one's like super crumpled up. Um, this was jammed in, in the back of your mailbox. I, I you know, it, it might have been there for a little while, um, but I figured you'd still want it. I, I don't, I didn't want to pry. Um, here you go! And she sets it down, and then kind of, like, scurries out before, of there. Uh, before she gets out bit. of there, though, I am, I am going to tell her, do not worry. He has only asked that his, his child be allowed so far. Right, right. Let's, hope, let's just hope it stays that way. Of course, of course. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and she, uh, a little embarrassed, scuttles out of the room. So you now just have, like, it's like a stack of paperwork. Um, I'm going to peek my eyes. Nothing at super her back exciting. She goes out like, hmm? <laughs> How <sick. laughs> Uh, She's definitely, I mean. <laughs> She's a half-orc, so don't get me wrong, there's, like, a good amount of muscle on her, but she's definitely, like, a curvy woman. You and know? I'm just gonna be like, um... Dear Lord. And then I'm gonna go back to the letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, uh... Your flirtationship with her continues on over the years. Um... And so you've got... It's, like, a stack of just, you know, school faculty stuff. You already know it's right. kind of boring, but... The thing that she found crumpled up in the back of your mailbox, um, it kind of just kept getting pushed back there by more mail. You have so much mail. You're pretty prestigious around the school, so you have mail coming in all the time. It's a little crumpled up envelope with a little wax seal of a cat paw. Of a what? Of like a, of like a cat oh, paw. I, like okay, the toe beans okay, of a cat. Okay, okay. I thought you said a cat ball, and I was like, is Dopey sending me letters? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it doesn't look like anything that you have received before. I'm going to open it cautiously. The hiccups. Okay. Um, as you open it, there's just a small handwritten letter that reads, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Thaka, hopefully this finds you well. A student of yours was recently in my library and commented on your love of history. As I'm sure you're aware, most Pagrinians don't care to think much on what came before the Scorn King's demise. So I can only hope you appreciate a fellow historically driven mind as much as I do. Your student also did not hesitate to point out that your mind helps you along with being a talented wizard. I don't mean to waste your time, I'm sure you're a very busy man, but it sounds as though we may have means to help each other. If you have any interest in what would be a fruitful bounty of history, Pre the MW age, please meet me at the Daryl's Family Library in Bamborough. I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting you. And then the it has the initials A D at the bottom. 
If I could get a copy of that letter, please. Margaret, thanks. I will send you a copy. Thanks. And I love the voice you put to it. <laughs> Do you want a copy uh, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's more for the All right. memory of the initials and where. Also, right. Uh, forgive me if I have like a billion um, and eight pins. Actually, I don't think I can pin anything in here. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Um, it doesn't look like that old. It must have been sometime relatively recently. Um, and you would know Bambaro by cart is like a day away. Like Bambaro is not far. Right. Um, you would also know that usually as of late there have been a lot of uh, carts for the Church of Ritra that are heading for Bamborough and they're usually pretty comfortable like if somebody wanted to tag along you know they consider themselves like we're for the people so of course you know what I mean exactly yeah I'll definitely be charting one of those carts but I will. I would like to you know, get some supplies in town first. Mm -hmm. Not like anything crazy. Unless, That's completely fine. Know, no, unless I happen fine. to find a shop with a scroll, um, which I doubt it this early on. Uh, not this early. You want to? Since you're in like an educational college mm -hmm. area, I probably uh, already know and what this kind it, of written stuff is around. You already know what kind of written stuff is there, but on top of that. Currently in the campaign, and I didn't super clarify this uh, last episode, it's like late July, meaning back for school shopping is in full swing. So either what you can manage to find, you already know, and anything else is sold out at this point. Right. Like, which is also why you've been getting so much paperwork lately, because it's like, yeah, it's the semester starts soon. Here's your like, school list. Exactly. Yeah, probably just, like, rations but, or something like that. Not. Yeah, um, I'll say, you know, you're on a fucking teacher salary, so you certainly mm -hmm. don't have that much. Um, but you you have, like, 30 gold in your pocket. Um, 30 gold could get you, like, a week and a half's work, worth of rations Perfect. for yourself. Perfect. Which, if, you're, if your plan... Or to hypothetically be go to Bambaro, hear this guy out, and come back, you'd have more than enough. Alright, that, that is my current plan, but who's to say there's not something along the way that may catch my interest? Yeah, who, who's to say? <laughs> is that knowledge in the grass? <laughs> is it the bush? Um, so yeah, you do some shopping. Um, pick up some rations. Put them in your bag or wherever you want to keep them. Um, and as you exit that store, again, it's just kind of, you, you live in pretty much a, a capital city, so there's a lot going on, um, and pretty much around every corner, there's a way to contact the Church of Veritra if you would like transportation from them, if you would like to go on your own, yes. that's fine too. Yes. I, I would, um, depending on where they're going and how far, I would definitely tag along them with them. Um, well, like I mentioned, you would know... There are definitely... There, there's a festival that happens, like, pretty much next week. Um, it happens every year. It's celebrating what is considered the true end 
of like the Scorn King's reign, which is when they uh, hung Sylvie Redfleck in Bamboro, and that's like next week. So there are a lot of members of the church going there in preparation. So there's definitely, if you wanted to go to, you know, one of their headquarters, not their headquarters, but like one of their offices, we'll call it, um, they would definitely be able to just like, oh yeah, sure, like, you're a wizard, if we need any help, great. Definitely. Hop on in. As, as long as you have your own food to cover you, we right. should just pop. That would, that would be a definite yes. I was just uh, more concerned on, oh, yeah. you know, we're heading that direction, but we're going to be taking a detour somewhere else. And I'll be like, all right, well, when y'all take the detour, the... I'm going to have to dip. A lot of them are going straight there. Um, as you go, you're not, like, super familiar with the church. You know, you know of it, A, because their headquarters are in the city, and B, because who doesn't know of them, but you've never really, like, associated with right. them. Um, you've always been a bit too busy pursuing knowledge. Um, and what's over, what, what forth, but, um, a man who refers to himself as Jacob is just kind of like, oh yeah, by all means, hop on our cart, we're heading to Bamboo as well. Um, but you have, as long as you're coming, we're going right now, because we are on our way out at this very moment. I got all I need. Oh, great, great, perfect. Um, come along then. And so you hop on their cart. It's a pretty straightforward journey. The road from Millstone to Bamboro is well-traveled, so there's really no risk. Um, and as you are going, uh, you know, they're just chatting. Um, and Jacob goes like, so what are you, are you going for the festival? What are you going for? I'm actually going to a library to meet a potential associate. Really? What are you, uh, what are you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what are you, like, associating I well, guess. I'm with a college, and we mm -hmm. are currently having some funding issues, so I am going out. Well, I'm sorry about that. It, it happens, it happens. Well, knowledge finds a way. But mm. I got a letter from him, and I'm going to see about a proposition he has to potentially gain some knowledge and possible funding. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Um, there's only really one library in Bamboo I'm aware of. Um, what, what kind of knowledge are you looking for? Oh, uh, anything I can really get my hands on. Ah. Alright, well, uh, hopefully it works out. The, uh, there's a guy, um, I, I talked to him once today, but his name is Augustus. Um, he, he's nice. He's really into history. Um, it's, I... The, the library is real easy to find. I don't know if it's the one you're headed to. It's the Daryl family library. Uh, I'm going to um, remember back to the AD. Augustus Daryl. Yeah. Um, if, if you want us to just give you a ride straight there, we could. Uh, if it's him you're uh, helping. That would be quite a pleasure. I, I don't know exactly what you're helping him with, but if I had to guess, it's something about, you know, Pagan's history, so... Most likely, if that's what he's right. into. Knowledge is knowledge. Uh, last I checked, he was. Um, and, you know, you just keep chatting. Um, you do spend the night on the road. It's just a camp. Nothing really happens. Again, this is a well-traveled road. There's really right. nothing to worry about. Um, and the next morning, you do get to Bamboo. And as promised, Jacob just takes you 
directly to the Daryl family library. It's this really nice kind of like marble white building. It's just on the cusp of like the poor neighborhood. So like the buildings around it aren't that great looking. Not, you know, poverty, but certainly not any, like, not as nice as the buildings in the educational district of Millstone. Right. You know what I mean? Where you're from. Um, but they drop you up at the steps, um, and Jacob is just like, alright, you know, uh, good luck, Rich will be with you, um, and whatever it is you two choose to do. Thanks for helping us stay safe out there. Of course, and thank you so much for letting me travel with you. Jacob like tips his cap to you and like alright anytime um, and the cart just kind of goes off and you are left at this library well, tally-ho <laughs> um, so you head up these steps you enter the library um, and there is a small Felis behind the front desk um, which if you were unaware he's like a kind of chubby three foot tall cat I like it um and he, yeah, and he's just uh, oh uh, hello, welcome. Um, how, how can I uh, how, how can I help um, you today? I am looking for someone who sent me a letter in Millstone. Um, oh 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 uh, hello. Uh, <clears throat> Would you be uh, uh, Professor Taco? Yes. Was it? yes. He, he drums his little toe beans on the counter. Ah, mm. Okay, so... It's a pleasure, welcome. My name is... He offers his little paw. My name is Augustus Darrell. A pleasure. Um... So, listen. Um, I've got some interesting news, and then I've got some bad news. Um... So, what I was going to offer you... I have a theory. From what I've heard, you are very, very interested in the history of Pagrin. And, you know, so am I. I think it's a theme that we don't have a lot of that. And so, my, my idea is that I'd be willing to bet money that there is some kind of library or something, um, and he, he falters a little bit, within Scorn Keep. And I know that that is a place that nobody ever wants to go, and I understand that, which is why I was going to offer a reward for a powerful wizard such as yourself to go there. But, um, I did send that letter a little while ago. I did just yesterday um, hire these four people to go do it. Um, so, I mean, you could maybe catch up with them and I could pay you. Um, I don't have much money left though, so I couldn't pay you much, but I'll let you keep some of the history you find. And I'm going to put my, like, is, is this like a raised high up, like, judge desk? Or is it like... No, it's like the front desk at a library, and since he's three feet tall, you do kind of tower over it. I am going to hunch down and put my hands on the desk, maybe unintentionally, um, intimidatingly. I'm going to be like, so that I can join some adventurers, go into a castle that no one else has been in, that potentially has knowledge lost to people? Well, yes. I mean, as I'm sure you're aware, coming from Milthone, you know, Skull and Keep is, you know, pretty 
often considered like bad luck and dangerous and cursed, so nobody really wants to go in there, which is why it took a lot of money to convince them to. But you know, if you could catch up to them, I, I'll get. I'll, if you go help them, I'll give you fifty gold, and then fifty gold when you get back. If you're interested in that, and and you know, there's lots of. I'm sure there's lots of history to be found in there. If I'm gonna get like really close to him, I'd be like, like this is literally what I do. Like my glasses will like anime glow and be like <laughs> my friend and then they're gonna dip down and go back to transparent you had me at knowledge I'm in oh that's great okay um well uh you just leave town um you, I don't know which way they went but they're headed to the and keep I'm sure if you just focused on getting there as fast as possible you could easily catch up to them Hypothetically, by what would, on a meta sense, be called Session 3, uh, that we will record this weekend, so, <laughs> And that's how we're gonna explain that, so. Alrighty, my friend, I'm already gone. And I will happily, you know, do like a little jig out the door, and I'm on my way. Okay. And so you, you leave the Daryl Family Library... Uh, even though you just got the Bambara, you head straight out. You've got 50 gold in your pocket from Augustus. Um, he'll pay you the other 50 when you safely make it back. Um, he's pretty much looking for you guys to head in the Storm Keep. And, and uh, his, he's not 100% certain, but he's pretty confident there's like a library or something in there. Where like, hey, let's literally look in the place where history was locked away and we can probably find some. Oh, um, did I? And so, did I also need to tell you what... Yes. I, I just realized I didn't tell you what my subclass was at all. Not that it really matters. Uh, that's fine. Tell me, tell me whenever you want. But yeah, we're not. We're not. This is it. We're not doing combat. Um, so you head off towards Scorn Keep. As Augustus made it very clear, you will most likely catch up to the people he hired right around as they're getting the Scorn Keep. So that's well, that's they nice. We're just headed there at a. I'm headed there with excitement for knowledge, so I'm probably over there like... Exactly. Exactly. I... Um, but that's all we have to do for today. Um, we'll, you know, obviously right. do a full session on Saturday. Um, and for those of you listening, that's the real end of the episode. <laughs> so, thank you very much. Um, and good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hey there, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Roleplaying and Roll-Offs. I just quickly wanted to let you know, in case you were unaware, that I do upload the episodes onto YouTube as well as all these different podcast services. Um, if you would like to listen on YouTube, you can find them on my channel at R-A-V-I-O-K-O. -O. Uh, the main difference between listening here versus watching on Ravioko is that you get access to the player's webcams as well as my own, and we also use Tailspire for all of our battle maps, and you get to see that as well. Um, make sure to tell your D&D &D loving friends about our podcast and follow on whatever podcast service you happen to be listening on. We upload every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we hope to see you next week for another nice R&R &R session.